from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. Hey, this is Bob Fredette, and we're back with Inside Pitch with Tom Haley, George Nostrand, and I'm in a foul mood today. Here we have more of this snow. I'm so sick of this nonsense. Let's play some ball here. But he, snowing sideways. Snowing, it's snowing sideways here. here. Oh, it's looking miserable. Yeah, that means tonight we have no games, right? Everything is off. We're, we're, we're taping this on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, we're looking forward to Tuesday evening games, and now it's up. Blake Slate. Well, at least we don't have to worry about our power ratings being uh, a true. day behind because usually we, we, we publish those for the uh, the Wednesday paper but without the benefit of Tuesday evening's games. And exactly. Tonight, if somebody wins, it makes us look bad. It makes us look <laughs> And we're good enough at doing that. We don't need any help with that stuff. So, you know, come on. Uh, anyway, so everything is off tonight, you know. So it's uh, we're kind of looking at, well, I guess we're home in our bunny slippers tonight anyway, watching the weather go by instead yeah, of having to thinking, deal with it. But. Thinking about some pretty big stuff coming up. Well, you know, now that it's all kind of like jammed in here, now now we're into a situation where the days are running short. That the girls' pairings are only two weeks away, right. the boys three weeks out, and uh, now we're into that place where it used to be they the, would have a game in ten days, and now things are getting compressed because of the, the postponements here. So let me just throw out what's going on the rest of the week, because like you said, you're, there's some big games here starting That's with tomorrow right. night. Um, tomorrow night, Hartford, Springfield, and boys basketball. At- hey, this is Jack Rogers, boys basketball coach at Mill River, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. Subscribe to Rutland Herald's local sports podcast at iTunes and have Bob and Tom delivered to your inbox every week. Two minutes, Marco. We're gonna we're gonna back it right up here just in case we got overlapped here by Jack Rogers. So anyway, uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday. Fairhaven, Mill River boys. It's it's always big when these teams play because, you know, you throw in MSJ and Outer Valley, we have that great county rival, which we all love. We all love these games. But tomorrow night, it's at Mill River. Hartford at Springfield, both teams really want a victory. I think they both have a couple of victories apiece, you know, so that's a big game in, in Springfield. So if you're uh, if you're watching either one of those teams, it's one of those, somebody's got to win games and somebody's got to go home happy. So uh, it makes a, it makes a a big difference in their lives there so that, that's true and you know and, and Greg Hughes when he went down to Springfield and played Otter Valley coach Greg Hughes said you know Springfield not that bad I mean not bad like their record no that, that was Greg's impression oh no it's not like they, they're not dribbling the ball off their foot or anything right. like that I mean they exactly. they just have they don't have a lot a lot of a, a lot of core to start the season and people are learning new roles and it and when you're playing teams like Otter Valley that's tough it's tough to get something established yeah. so you really got to take your steps one at a time here but you know I'm confident for the uh, over the long haul that uh, Springfield's going to get better they've got some good kids uh, they've got some good coaching down there and they're they're really eager to, to make progress so uh, so anyway that's that's someone's going to take a step forward tomorrow night thursday as you're talking about the big one all right western and proctor girls and uh, that's always a huge game it's a huge game they might be the two best teams in the state in division four girls uh very possible although there are some 
other people like Blue Mountain and MSJ who have something will have something to say about that. Uh, but I have them one two right now in my power rankings. In the first meeting, Proctor ambushed West Rutland in West Rutland's own gym. And West Rutland coach Carl Serrani was not happy. He said, <laughs> he said his girls thought that game was in the W column before they even took the floor. So we'll see what happens now that they're in Proctor's gym. Hello, this is Jack Healy. Hello, my name is Kate Catman. This is Chris Hughes. This is Jason Behenna. This is Paul Copo. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Fernet and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. Uh, I know one thing. Uh, it's going to be just a, a pit of intensity tomorrow in the or Thursday in the uh, Bajani Gymnasium. Yeah, well, get, get up there on the stage so you get away from it where everyone's like down on the, yeah. in that little gym there packed in together. Of course, it's going to be a, it'll be a big crowd there. It'll be a really crazy crowd and uh, uh, by that time we'll have uh, eliminated any weather concerns so we're, we'll be free and clear there. Yeah. So, uh, but but you know, that's 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 crazy right now with what's going on in Division 4 because, you know, just, uh, Proctor got it laid on him by MSJ. I wonder how MSJ is going to feel about your power rank is tomorrow, but because uh, because MSJ beat Proctor pretty handily, so they did. But uh, uh, West Rutland beat MSJ handily, and Proctor beat West Rutland. So you know, it's just throw a hat over jump ball, teams. baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay, going on to Friday, Mill River Otter Valley Boys, Fairhaven MSJ Boys. You got to make up your mind which of the which of the county rivalries you want to watch that night. So unfortunately, they're both being played at the same time. They're both good, and they're both good. Both you know, good that's games. that's going to be you know, both be really really good games here. So uh, now we go ahead to Saturday. I just want to throw this out there because we haven't published it yet. Uh, the the uh, New England Hockey Conference quarterfinal, which Castleton will be uh, hosting at three o'clock on Saturday against Plymouth, and uh, they're the sixth seed. Plymouth is the Plymouth is the sixth seed. Castleton is a three seed, but but their games during the year, I mean, a three three tie and a, a Castleton win in overtime. So that's going to be really intense. Good good game right down there, you know. So uh, that could go either way, and it's it's funny that they're, they're play Suffolk. Uh, the winner plays Suffolk uh, UMass. And uh, and that's the same thing, even though it's uh, the one, the two yeah. seed and the seven seed, uh, a, a, a tie game and a two goal game. So those those NEHC conference era, uh, the playoffs are going to be really exciting and very interesting. I, mean, I don't think you really know what's going to happen. I think maybe Norwich is the only team there that you say, okay, you pencil it in because you figured they'd win. And and Castleton played them tough twice. I know. Go figure. Oh, I know. Ah, I know. Ah, sports, huh? Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're talking about different things. That, you know, what are we going to talk about while we're on here? Because we know we'll bore you silly when we don't have guests. So we're trying to make things a little bit more interesting here. And what we're talking about is the, uh, the, the realignments. We've been waiting for the realignment for football for I, I it's we really passed the time that we figured we'd have that so uh, what are you looking at for football because we're, we're thinking about football for two and a half months now what it's going to look like next year well i mean i guess they've arrived at what they are going to stay in three divisions yeah that. yeah there will be no eight men 
I, yeah, I, yeah, boy, I never thought I'd be saying this, but I think it's a mistake not to have eight man this I do time. Too. Uh, so, but, I uh, do too. Yeah. Um, that's the reason for that is that we've, we've, we've talked about this. Dennis Smith in Middlebury was a big proponent of pitching this over the course of the season. Uh, I talked to him. He said he was going to be pitching it at the meeting. Uh, not so much to, to get a fourth league in there, but just to make it so freshman ball players. Are going through the reps, uh, getting the, the the proper coaching, you know, learning the proper way of tackling, the safe way of playing ball, good methods, you know, uh, good repetitions, and just keeping the thing alive, you know. So, and I, I was very surprised to see that shot down myself. Yep. and and uh, up in Maine, uh, they went the opposite way. They're they're adding eight men, and uh, yeah, and I guess they've got. Quite a few teams. Yeah, well, you know, I, I see that it's this it's moving that way, really. Yeah. I mean, wow, I'm, I'm glad we're not we won't be looking at three on three basketball anywhere in the near future, yeah. but because it just is just uh, smaller amounts of kids playing. But uh, you know, that's something that we're looking at for the long term health of football. Really wanted to see this eight man thing in there. Another thing I really want to see, and I don't know if it's been talked, it's been talked about often enough. I think it's something that's is fairly obvious. Burn Burton being moved up to Division One because they've been such a monster in Division Two. It's been like no fun having them in Division Two. A, a, a monster. Yeah. Sixty-six to fourteen or something like that. Yeah. In the title game. In the title game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and forty-point spreads is just about every game they played last year. And then in the other sports, they are D one. Yes, they are. Yes, so, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a logical uh, move. I think so too. I think so too, and I I hate that to knock it down and, and, and take something out of uh, Division Two. I I think maybe you get a look at a little bit more about how you want to realign all three divisions. Uh, I, I think uh, right now that, that the last it was pitched to me, I was told that there'd be twelve teams in Division One and eight apiece in two and three. It's just a matter of getting the proper eight in the other positions here because I think it, we really want to find it in a place where everything is competitive. If you don't have competitive sports, Sports, there's more and more chance you lose kids, and that's the last thing the football needs and right now. And you lose teams. And you lose and teams. We saw this past fall. Yes, we did. We did. We've uh, between Oxbow and Cisco and MSJ uh, canceling games or canceling seasons. I mean, really, Division Three really had a tough, tough year, yeah. and uh, I feel bad for those kids because, well, you, the season's short enough. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can find the inside pitch on iTunes. I feel bad for the kids who had their season canceled, and I feel bad for the kids on the other teams because an eight-game season, which is short enough, you lose two games, it becomes a six-game season. And in some of the cases, uh, there was no notice until that week. Here you are revved up to play a game, and uh, no, the rug's pulled off from under you. No game. Yeah, yep, and it's it, it it's tough. I mean, because your your four years in high school are short enough. Absolutely. You know, and you just hate yep. to see anything get lost, just pulled off from under you, like you said. It just, you know, one thing is to make a choice, is another to have it said, okay, you don't get those games. So, so we're hoping that that season that's that's rectified and they come up with a, a good formula. But I think definitely Burn Burton moving up is something that's got to happen. And oh, you know, I mean. Right now, right there, you added so much juice. How attractive is a Burn Burton yeah. Rutland game? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, yes. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Talk about a wow factor. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you you take away that burn burn Mount Anthony game, which is even better because that's been a that, that's a horrible matchup. Right. Or Mount Anthony is still trying to get its feet beneath them, and it's it's making progress. And I think that kind of thing has got to be kept on going. We really need to put people in position, as coaches would say, where they can succeed. So that's that's one of the, the big things here. So uh, basketball alignment is another thing we talk about, and you know, where there's a couple of obvious places because I'm I'm looking at the MVL standings, which I'm putting together for, for tomorrow's paper. And by the way, we hope that you've enjoyed those. Uh, Tim Brown has worked very, very hard in Bennington uh, to collect all the information from all the coaches. As uh, many of you know out there, Tim Brown was an excellent, excellent athletic director at Mount Anthony for decades. And he's very well organized and he became the executive director of the MVL. And he's done an extraordinary job with the help of uh, cooperating coaches and athletic directors uh, putting together some really good standings. We'll have them in, uh, in tomorrow's paper uh, this week and that'll be Wednesday's paper. We hope you've enjoyed having them. You know, it's been a kind of a throwback. It's been one of the more difficult things that we've broached over the course of the years. It's it's easier to keep track of things like football when they play once a week. Basketball has been very difficult since the days of Frank Biotti doing those all exactly. the, on his typewriter. But now the MVL has stepped up with Tim Brown, and now they're doing it. So we really hope you enjoy those. And, and the standings become bigger and bigger as we go along. We're actually at the point where teams are playing games where they can clinch their division yes. within the MVL. In fact, the word we got last night was that the Springfield girls clinched the C division in the MVL. Does that jive with your uh, because they were celebrating. <laughs> well, yeah, they're eight and zero. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's that's pretty much that pretty much is it. I mean, they yeah. they only play. Uh, I think they play ten games, you know, and right. uh, and the closest uh, the, the closest to them uh, is is Green Mountain, which I don't think can can no, they can't win eight games. So I think that's really a that's a big deal, you and know. They, they clinched it on what was a very uh, memorable night because they had to dig themselves out of a. 26 to 7 hole against Bellas Falls down in Westminster and found a way to do it and actually won the game by 10. Hello, this is Olivia Valerio, a women's basketball player from Salve Regina University, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. That's, that's so pretty that's, amazing. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing, yeah. It's funny you should mention Bellows Falls. I mean, coincidentally, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up here when we're talking about that realignment for basketball. Yeah. Uh, Bellows Falls, which is in Division Two. But there'll be three next year. Well, good. Girls, thank anyway. goodness. Yeah. Thank thank goodness. And here's here's the reason I say that. Bellows Falls right now, if the turn if the Division Two tournament we're going to start next week, yeah. would be the fifteenth seed. Okay, and you say, well, what's so bad about that? Well, they're 11 and four, okay? And that's that's just one of those geographical pockets there, which really puts Bellows Falls at an awful, awful uh, disadvantage yeah. because they're uh, they're in a place where they're, they're playing Division Two ball or will be playing Division Two ball, but they're not prepared to play in the Division Two tournament because they have played eight teams that are either Division Three or Division Four. This year, a lot of fours. A lot of fours, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, you 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 win eleven games, and it still doesn't get you much of an index, and you're on the road. The worst thing about it is that you're not used to playing in 
in your division. Right. And right. that's the kind of thing which prepares you. I mean, that's uh, what you, you look for that in every sport. Uh, one of the things, well, for example, I'll just use Rutland High School boys as an example because it's such a good example. They play all those northern uh, teams. They play right. MS, or Mont Anthony. They play uh, Rice. They play uh, Burlington twice. They play all those teams just to prepare themselves for the tournament. And that really makes a huge difference, as obviously you can tell from the last couple of years. And may be the same case again this year because I think they're they're as good as anybody else out there now when they're healthy. So, yep. um, so anyway, uh, Bells Falls girls moving up to division or moving down moving the division, down division, division three. three. Which, uh, the sidelight of that is there's going to be a nice little Connecticut River triangle now in division three be with. Green Mountain, Windsor, and Bellis Falls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Girls basketball. I haven't even thought about that. That's, gonna be, yeah. That's going to be pretty neat. And I, I know we're out of time. I want to mention one quick thing because it's it's pretty big night on Friday night at Otter Valley. Mill River boys are there. And not only are they going to honor the 1961 Pittsburgh High School Boys State Championship basketball team, which won the state title in the very final year of the school's existence, they're also going to honor Josh Beyond for his 100th win in wrestling that night before the basketball game because he got the 100th in New Hampshire, got it on the road. So a lot going on besides a good game between Mill River and Otter Valley. You got the Pittsburgh High School State Champs and Josh Beyond. I'll be an honor in that one package. Are they going to be, are we getting throwback uniforms? They are. Otter Valley is wearing Pittsburgh High uniforms that night against Mill River. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can look at, you can see what uniforms look like when, like, they look more like jockey shorts. <laughs> I don't those, know if they're going to be the, the <laughs> throwback in the design, but they're going to be green. Okay. They're going to be green and white. Okay. They're going to be the Panthers. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. It's, well, it's got to be the Panthers in the story, too. Whoever's covering right. that thing has got to do it right here. So uh, another big thing to look out for on, on Friday night you know so i guess maybe that'll help you make a choice between going to brandon or going to msj for basketball can't go wrong you, you can't go wrong either way so yeah so okay our time is up uh we hope we haven't uh haven't lost you we don't well we'll be we'll be getting guests back here pretty shortly because as, as you know when we have pairings we have guests so right. uh, we'll be looking at a couple in a row here and and playoffs are only a couple weeks away from starting here so you know but be vigilant watch these last games down to the end here because they're all more and more important as we go along here. So uh, for Tom Haley, I'm Bob Fredette. For George Nostrin, this has been Inside Pitch. Uh, Stay cool out there. Watch the roads, okay? It's kind of crazy today, but go out and see some games. We'll catch you next week.